0: From the campus of the Southern California University of Health Sciences, welcome DNA Dan, a podcast on genetics, genomics, and the future of genomic medicine. Our host, Professor Dan Handley, will immerse you in the fascinating world of DNA and genomic medicine. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Dan Handley, Professor of Genetics and Genomics at Southern California University of Health Sciences. In this episode, I will discuss an overview of the Human Genome Project and the enormous benefits to science and medicine it spawned. Recall that the structure of DNA was determined in 1953. From the 1960s throughout the 1980s, more was learned about the structure of chromosomes and the functions of many genes. By the end of the 20th century, scientists had mapped the surface of the Earth, the oceans, the moon and Mars, and even the Milky Way galaxy. But what we didn't have is a map of the genetic code that resides in each one of us. This was due to technical limitations at the time. As molecular biology techniques became more sophisticated in the 1970s and 80s, scientists could start determining the nucleotide sequence of small portions of chromosomes. In 1988, the director of the National Institutes of Health assembled a team of scientists and other experts to discuss the prospect of sequencing the entire human genome, and eventually the genomes of several model organisms frequently used in genetics research, such as mice and rats. The strategy they devised was to assign sequencing different parts of the human genome to 20 institutions in six countries, In cooperation, they would painstakingly use molecular biology techniques of the time to start mapping small, different sections of the human genome and put them together. In 1990, the Human Genome Project was officially launched. As government-funded laboratories worked on the project using traditional laboratory methods to sequence small portions of the genome, geneticist and entrepreneur Craig Venter started his own company to help in the efforts. Venter advocated a faster technique for sequencing, which eventually became known as shotgun sequencing. The idea was to break a long sequence of DNA into many shorter fragments, sequence those smaller fragments in parallel, and by seeing where the fragment sequences overlap, use computer programs to reassemble the original long sequence. It's like using a computer to piece together a jigsaw puzzle containing millions of pieces. Venter's approach spawned a number of new genome sequencing technologies centered around what became known as massively parallel sequencing. By the year 2000, the International Human Genome Project Consortium announced it had had the first working draft of the human genome. This working draft still had some errors and some gaps, but it was still hailed as a tremendous breakthrough. By the year 2003, the International Human Genome Project Consortium announced it had completed sequencing of the entire human genome. This was indeed a momentous achievement. It had broad implications for using genomic sequencing information to further research into the workings of human cells in both health and disease states. It promised to shed light on thousands of inherited human health conditions and diseases. The entire human genome sequence was uploaded online and published openly for anyone in the world with an internet connection and a computer to examine or download. Through the 13 years it took to sequence the human genome, tremendous strides in both genomic sequencing technologies and computational capabilities were made. One significant outcome was the development of multiple fast, inexpensive, and accurate sequencing technologies, as well as miniaturization of equipment. At the outset of the Human Genome Project, entire laboratories were needed to sequence a tiny portion of the human genome. By the completion of the Human Genome Project, genome sequencing became automated and housed in units that could sit on a laboratory bench. Throughout the 1990s and 2000s, computer hardware and software used in genomic sequencing became even more sophisticated and exponentially faster. By the late 2010s, sequencing technologies with integrated computational tools became smaller, faster, and far simpler and cheaper to run. Now sequencers have become miniaturized to the point that dozens of them can be placed in a research or clinical laboratory, each no bigger than a common microwave oven. Sequencing an entire human genome can now be done by just one person and become completed in a matter of hours. What started out as a highly ambitious, expensive, and time-consuming task of mapping the entire human genome in the 1990s culminated a little more than a decade later not only in successfully mapping the human genome, but spawning tremendous technical innovation in sequencing technologies, computer hardware, software, and miniaturization. Genomic sequencing technology has now reached a point where it allows for sequencing a person's entire genome for less than $1,000 and is expected to drop to $100 in the next few years. While genomic sequencing is already being used extensively in clinical applications around the world, within the next few years, we can expect it to become a routine part of nearly every well-equipped clinical laboratory. And these advances are just the very start of the legacy of the visionary Human Genome Project.
0: This has been a production of the Southern California University of Health Sciences, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. The opinions stated here are solely those of the guests and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Southern California University of Health Sciences.